0: Big Brother Bruce. Big Brother Bruce, what's good, Jay? How you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. So, how you feeling? I'm blessed, man. I, I You know, I'm not into complaining. I'm here, You're so as long as we're here, we got a chance. It's, it's the offer.
1: That's right. So, we like to welcome everybody to uh, our podcast. It's called Validated Affirmation. And it's understanding and truth. So, if you, anyone wants to know what that means, Validated Affirmation, it means understanding and truth so what it is is us sharing our understanding and truth in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. and beyond you know so we've both been in the industry we've been personal trainers in new york city probably combined between us we have over 40 years of knowledge in the game yes sir uh, in the uh, industry and working privately both are private now but we have our stories from legendary stories from way back to now probably over the (laughs) last 20 years in, in this game and uh this game in New York City. Last but you know, we we look into cater from the hardcore bodybuilder to the novice just looking to start out, man, and and share our knowledge and and what we've gone through with ourselves and probably between us the over a hundred clients that we've probably had combined over the years. Yeah. Um so many. A lot, right, Bruce? A lot. A
0: lot of lot of stories, a lot of knowledge, hopefully a lot of wisdom to impart and um you know i'm looking forward to this journey right here this
1: is a new journey for both of us i'm looking forward to this one for both of us Indeed. speaking of journeys we're going to the name of this podcast is recovering from a peck tear over 45 mm, mm. that's yeah, you man. that's you yeah that's me man that's me um always wondering what it would You know, I think in the back of the back of your mind, everybody's had a fear of wondering what it would be or what it would feel like to injure yourself. I don't think to injure yourself, but if you could come back from something like that, just that fear away, if that was to happen. I think we all have that in the back of our minds, you know, one rep away from doing something crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you I think the one the thing that's in your head is that you um, you know, all the work that you put into it. You know, all the, you know, the, the blood, sweat and tears, the time it took you to get to a certain level and, you know, injury takes you back and you got to go back and make up that work. You losing 50, 60, 70 percent of your strength, whatever the case may be, Man, man. you got to start all the way back, come all the way back up. Yeah, man. Just to get where you was
1: when you left off. We ain't even talking yeah. about making pains. Let me tell you, man. I actually had to take a trip to the West Coast. I went to California, man, just to get my mind right, prepared for the time off because I hadn't. I don't in twenty years, man. I don't think I've missed as much time as I've missed from the gym now. Okay. But I think a lot of people with this coronavirus is a reality check being <laughs> away from the gym. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's like for everybody now. So feel my pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like feeling to understand it a little bit you know I had to get my mind right for that man just knowing that uh you know I got the surgery I'm well actually I had the pec tear December 9th right and how I got it was you know a lot of people tell you at your age man you know you need to slow down you need to stop lift you know lifting is heavy and you know heavy is relative is is relative yes to, it is to what the person can exactly do exactly what I tell people yes so you know your, your numbers are my numbers as far as heavy goes Right So you know when they talk about my rehab They talk about me getting back up to Half of my max lift Getting back to that But how many people do half of their max lift Most people do much more than half of their max lift Right So that's normal for somebody who's coming back from surgery You want your best Your best possible diagnosis Could be to now I won't say your best possible diagnosis But they want you to get back to half of your strength Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, average for an average gym for an average person, but for somebody that's in the gym average gym dweller is definitely there's definitely no way you're going to accept strength, right? Yeah, and there's no way you're going to accept that and there's no way that you use that when you go to the gym. You use much more. Right. So, um yeah, so you know, when I hurt myself, it was something that was relative a weight that I I pushed for 5 6 reps before. So 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 all right.
0: I know I I've, I've had surgery you know, I had torn meniscus surgery about fifteen years ago. Wow. But how, 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 long,
1: how long were you out for?
0: Uh I had it I was teaching at the time and I was coaching and I had it done I think towards soon as school was over. So school was over, I think in May. And I was out for like the summer. And by the time school was summer
1: started, yeah,
0: yeah. For summer. For the summer, I was I was hopping around camping, you know. Didn't think I was going to be able to run, walk, or jump again after I first had surgery. It was ridiculous. And then um, about the about but by the time school started around August, I was good to go. I was good to go, and um, that leads me to a question. This was people. when the following summer? No, the, that's whole summer. I mean, it was like two months, man. Two three months. I was good. Wow, that's not. Wow. Yeah, man, your surgery is not is not major, man. It's, it's, it's not it's major. Very invasive. I mean, it's just they go in there little hole, you know, forty five minutes, little little tear <laughs> for a little bit of the cartilage, and then um they send you on your way. The worst part is after it, because they pump your knee full of water. You just your knee is just so weak, you can't put anything no weight on it. How 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 long before
1: you could put some pressure on it?
0: Um, I tried to put weight on it like every day, a little every bit. Time. I was on crutches. Uh, the hardest part was really coming downstairs. That was a that was a bitch, bro. Coming yeah. downstairs, but um, I just um, you know, putting weight on. it I try to put a little bit on it every day, stretch it out a little bit every day. Just move, just do some
1: movement. Right.
0: A lot of elevation. Not not try not to overdo it. And every day it got a little better. Every day it got. Every day a got
1: a little
0: better. better. Yeah. So that I couldn't drive for about maybe like about a month. Maybe I couldn't okay. drive. You couldn't drive. Yeah. And that that really leads me to my question for you is like, I know how I felt mentally after that. I want to know how you felt mentally after that. You know, how did you you feel like depressed? Did you feel like, yo, I'm never going to be the same guy?
1: It's crazy, man, because you know, people don't know I've been doing um, bodybuilding, amateur bodybuilding, probably my first competition was 2006. Right. So um, and that was, I had, make a long story short with that, was I had promised myself I would work out for five years, give myself five years to develop my body before I would think about stepping on stage. And this is from someone who has pretty good genetics. So, right. okay. But I had never been injured in all that time. All that time I've been injured um, always had a fear possibly happened, but never. this small stuff, like wear and tear stuff. Wear and tear stuff that this injury has taught me to take better care of. So weird. That helped worked out that way. But, um, I didn't feel, Bruce, I felt like, I don't know if my mom really wants to accept it, because a lot of people get these injuries as far as pec tears, and they just don't get the surgery. Mm. They just let it heal. Like, it was ugly. Like, here's the thing. I would have rehabbed faster if I didn't get the surgery. But if if it's a tear, was it like a complete tear? Or it, was was a, it... it was a complete tear from the tendon. So how would it heal? I mean... It just heals ugly as hell. It heals ugly as hell. Te- and it heals with 60% of your strength coming back. Only 60%.
0: So, I mean, did the tendon completely tear from the bone or was
1: it a partial tear? Completely tear. Completely tore. So how could it possibly heal Bruce, without surgery? Okay, so I the surgery was December... I'm sorry, not the surgery. The injury was December 9th. So while I'm in... California I'm working out I'm in the gym I tried to do a bench press with just the bar I got about 20 reps I could feel that if I left this alone I can get strong it would just look ugly as hell I flex my chest it looks like it looks like the right. pec is split in half like you could put right because you could put the whole side of your hand in between my shoulder blade and, and chest and peck. Right. so it, and there's no way there's no way I can live. I could look like there's no way it could look like that. There's there's no in my mind. I'm like I it, it can't. I'm See, thinking, but
0: I, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out. I'm how thinking they, being
1: sixty. I'm thinking about you. being sixty-five on the beach with no shirt. You know what I mean? Like it would look horrible. I
0: I, I get all that. I'm just trying to figure out how to, how the doctor's going to tell you that you you have a completely severed tendon from the bone. And for those that don't know, I mean, that's how muscle attaches to the bone yeah. through a tendon. Right. Muscle tendon right. bone. right? So, if you have a completely detachment of a tendon from the bone, how is it supposed to heal on its own? Because some of the tendon was still in place. A lot of the tendon was still in place. It wasn't a complete tear there.
1: Well, from the chest cap, I would have to show you my my MRI. Right. From the, you know, you still have the shoulder. You still have the shoulder that attaches. Right. And you still have top part of my pec. Was still attached, but you can tear it anywhere you can tear it in the middle, you can tear it you know what i mean right right i't was, right. I won't see, if you mean a complete tear the whole peck or if you right. mean a complete tear off of the tendon well that's what i'm that, and that's what I'm saying i mean it's there's different there's yeah. different it wasn't a partial tear it wasn't a partial tear it was you know it was a complete it was a so the tendon so the tendon that
0: attached to the bone from the chest or one of the tendons was a complete tear.
1: Yeah, they reattached the entire, tend-
0: they reattached the tendon. But the but the entire chest muscle, mm-hmm. the entire pectoral muscle, pectoral muscle mm-hmm. was not detached. Not from was was detached from where? The
1: humerus? Yes. And not I guess not from the bone, I guess just from the tendon. Okay. You know what I mean? Because the reason
0: why I say that is because if it was a partial tear, you probably, I mean, you can probably heal, like they said, 60% or whatever the case may be. But if it was a complete tear, there's no healing going to happen. Well, it just looks ugly as hell. I've
1: seen people with tears. My, my Right, my like uncle, a bicep tear and the, yeah. and the muscle just roll up in your arm. It just looks ugly. You know, I see right. my uncle now, and now that I see my uncle in his 70s, where his body, the muscle has kind of really deteriorated, there's no, mu- you know, because he was a little more fit in his 60s, he got cancer, and he stopped being as active. I can see, his was torn in Vietnam, I can see that, I can see it, man, it's just, I can see it. And if someone says, someone had a PEC tear, I'm looking right away, <laughs> to see if right. I can spot it. Um, it's so funny, man, before, you know, I was just watching this 1993 Kevin Lavrone. I'm winning uh, the Arnold Classic. He won it with a pec tear. It Took him eight months to to heal it. Wow, unbelievable! He was in his twenties.
0: But see now again, that depends on the severity of the tear. Right.
1: He said he you know, ripped. He said it was. A, he said it was a ripped peck.
0: What's the
1: difference? See, what's the difference?
0: It's sometimes it's the information that you get. Like I, I remember one time. I think, uh, I think it was Jason Kidd. They said that he had broke his leg. And we're talking about the tibia, right? The lower leg, you know, from the knee down. And they said that he had broke his leg. And then he came back in like eight weeks and started playing ball or something like that. And I was like, damn, he broke his leg? And I'm thinking femur, but it's actually the tibia. But then you then you look, and they said it was a break. But then they, I think they showed the x-rays. and It was actually a hairline fracture. Mm. So it was just basically, you know, he just got to stay off it for eight weeks. Bone is going to heal because there's blood getting to it. And eight weeks he was off of it, healed, and he was back playing ball. And but the way they gave the information, the first thing was he broke his leg. And you like a leg break, man, he ain't he ain't gonna be back in, yeah, he'll be back he'll
1: be back in back time
0: like, like that, that quick. But when you talk about, but I know bones bones heal faster than tendons, and that's just because of the blood supply, obviously, that they get right. tendons get right. a stingy stingy amount of blood supply. Yeah. But that's why I asked because You know, when you're talking about tendons, man, that's
1: something serious. I know, man. really serious. The surgeons didn't want to do it. I went to see two different people. First place, I I didn't... Man, it took me all the way to Brooklyn, man. Like, oh, my God. Somewhere L, like, last stop. I didn't like the place. I just didn't like it. Um, Then I went to see a a surgeon from Lenox Hill. But he said no as well. Then the one from Brooklyn called me back first. And then the one from uh, Lenox Hill called me back. The one from Lenox Hill moved me more because his partner... That he had got would probably help him in the procedure. Well, did help him in the procedure. Had done this procedure a lot of times with because it's something that the military guys get when they when they uh, parachute out of airplanes. Sometimes right. the parachute tends to snag and, and and um and injure the pec. Right. And um he's done that surgery, so he was with him. And like I said, I think because my age, I think because they were in close, they were close in age to me. I think because, I think they kind of second thought, I don't know if they maybe looked me up or probably was, you know, saw me on social media or something and said, you know, this guy is serious about his craft. Um, yeah, he is 45, but, you know, if it was me, I probably would want to get it together, get it together too, fix it, attach it. So they did it for me, man. They actually agreed to do it and they did it. It was an in and out surgery. Um, but after the surgery, yeah, I was, super, I was super depressed, bro. I got the surgery in February. I was super depressed, man. Like, I, I accepted it, but maybe like the days after, I was in a little bit of a depression because.
0: Well, what, 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 what's like one of the first two or three things that went through your mind?
1: Uh, working, being able, being able to work after the surgery. Hmm. Just knowing that I'm like, sometimes you think in your mind you can handle things. Like, yeah, I get the surgery, but I can still move around, I can still do certain things. I mean, I'm a righty, so mm-hmm. I'm in a sling for it for nine weeks as a righty you know, have me have to do everything lefty, you know, and just, you know, I don't drive to work. I couldn't drive. So, you know, when I go back to work to see clients, I'm in a sling and, and, and I can't do anything with this arm. So, you know, instinctively, I'm, you know, you grab weights, you stretch clients, you just instinctively help them do things and instinctively just being winter time and having a sling and having to put a big giant coat over a sling, just
0: what, 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 that's, that's actions. What were you? What were you? What were your thoughts?
1: My thoughts were about being able to do those, do that stuff. <laughs> my thought was my thoughts of having, you know, the ability to be able to do this stuff. Like having, you know, my wife help me out with stuff and say, "Damn, how can I get to the point where I don't need her to do this stuff?"
0: Right.
1: That was probably, the, and then of course working out. You know, of course working out. You know, and I'm one of those people where I've been a knucklehead as far as um, rehabbing. Rehabilitation yeah. because I'm a trainer thinking I know everything. Um yeah. so I told myself this time I would listen to my therapist. My therapist is awesome.
0: Yeah, see, I asked you that because you know, if you if you're a guy that's an avid gym guy, gym buff, you working out, bodybuilding, whatever the case may be, whoever's out there they listening. And you get hurt. Your mentality is, okay, I got to get back in here. That's what your mentality should be. I got to get back in here, build back up, get my strength back. I'm going to the gym anyway, so it's going to take me some time. It's a setback. Setback is is a setup for a comeback.
1: Right.
0: Now, for the person, the everyday person who's not really working out, and they get injured, Achilles tendon, knee, shoulder, something of that nature, you can imagine how difficult or how challenging it must be for them to, um, have to rehab.
1: Yeah.
0: I just rehab because now you're trying to get back to a level of where you were before. And that wasn't really a great, a very high level. Of right.
1: Strength. right.
0: So now you're trying to get back to that level, but then you need to get a little stronger so that, you know, this thing doesn't come back yeah. to bite you later on as you get older. Yeah.
1: I, so I, I just think, yeah, I think, the I, yeah, I, 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 think the, I think the, not to cut you off, Bruce, but I think the, um, the mindset is probably where you are in life. You know? Could be. I think the younger you are, it's like, I got to get back, man. I got I to got, I get back. I think the older you are in, the, the, in quality of life stuff, I think, like for me, it's like I want to rehab other stuff. <laughs> right. You know, because well, I, I, you know, I'm so vulnerable to, I'm nowhere near where I was. You know, I'm 20 pounds less. I don't look the same. Right. I've never looked this way in probably 20 years. I haven't looked this way in like 20 years since I've been working out. Um, it's like starting all over, but at the same time, I, I, with the coronavirus too, it also gives me the time to rehab the stuff that I need, that we know we need to work on, but we don't stretching and my muscle connection and connecting more, you know, the therapy has allowed me, my mind to go there, my body to go there. Where if I was younger, it would just be about the look and getting back the look the look. I don't care how rehab is. I'm young. My body will re- respond to it because I was really good in hiding in issues that I had now. No one would know certain issues I had before I got hurt because I'm not right. able to hide it with muscle but the feeling wasn't right. And sometimes yeah. with a keen eye, people will be able to say, you know, wow, something's off with him. So with the rehab part, man, it, it's, it was, it was, it's more so still going through it. Um, It happened when I got the sling off Beginning of March? Right, right, right. No, 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 no. I just got the sling off recently. The the surgery was was early February. The sling off probably end of March. Yeah, I went all of April without it. So the goal is a push-up. The goal is 10 push-ups. I went from wall push-ups to push-ups on like a table. And the goal is 10 floor push-ups. And, you know, it's all about training the muscles surrounding the pecs, strengthening the, you know, doing rows, strengthening the back, connect with my serratus more so before I can even do a push-up.
0: So what's your mentality now? I mean, as far as what's, what's, what's the difference in where you were after you had the surgery to where you are now?
1: Oh, man, it's much more optimistic like i okay. i can see the i can see the tunnel now can't see the end i'm not in the tunnel i'm not can't see the end of the tunnel but i can see the tunnel
0: so now how many weeks has it been since you um since you've uh, had the sling off now
1: maybe maybe as long as the coronavirus man like so so January? When things got, no, when things got crazy for, for New York for the virus. Which oh, when it got crazy about March. 15, March 15th, yeah. 16th, around that time I was able to take it off. Okay, so you you basically... What, I'm good, 60- man. You know, I'll carry groceries and all that. But I, gotta t- I still have to be careful. Be careful. Okay, so with the old me would have been like, I can carry two in this arm. I got to make it stronger. You know what I mean? The old me would have right. been like let me see if I could do a bench press right now. Let me see if I could do ten push-ups right now. I wouldn't have tried to wait. I would have been like trying to do push ups two weeks ago. Okay. So now it's like I'm trusting the process. I probably could do them right now and drop and do them, but I just want to be in a place where I know it's not gonna be an issue at all. I kind of feel like that now, but just I just want- Yeah, that's that's when you that's when you was young and dumb. Yep. You know and that's when you was young and dumb, chewing and bubble gum.
0: Now you're older, man. You know it's a process, and you trust the process.
1: Trust the process.
0: Because you know that I'm going to be here doing this. You know, that's the feel. I'm going to be here doing this regardless, whether I got hurt or not. Yeah. I was going to be doing it anyway. Yeah. So now I'm going to be doing it. So I'm as I'm doing it, I know I'm going to get stronger. It may take, I don't know how long it's going to take me. I know I'm going to get back to a certain level of strength that I'm going to be satisfied with. But I know I'm going to get there. Because we're going to be doing this anyway. Yep. You know, I was, so that's you know, the mentality for you is different. But you know, people, people going through this because your story is going to help somebody else. I hope Who so, man.
1: People, uh, I hope similar. so. We in this together.
0: You know. Yeah. So, so they they have to um, you have to get you have to have a certain mentality to get through
1: these things, man. You have to get a certain, especially these physical ailments. You got to appreciate the baby steps. That's life, though. Yeah. I think people yeah, look. Yeah. You, we look too long-term. We look quick, short-term, or too long-term. It's, you know, there's there's, there's joy in the baby steps. Right. So there's right. authenticity in this baby steps, too, man. It's just the realness of being in the moment, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really, hey, man, when's the last time, I mean, straight straight up, New Yorker to New Yorker, somebody that's on the go, that's somebody on the move all the time. You know, we differ how we move, man. You know, I was, how, how do you feel? Has this been beneficial for you that it's slowing down a little bit? Oh, brother, listen, let me tell you, man. I'm the type of person that's
0: going to try to make a positive out of a negative. And during this time, man, I've just been able to connect with myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I've been able to get some things done in my house that needed to get done. That's for sure. Reading some books, looking at some documentaries, yeah. uh, you know, uh Started a, a, another side business um And now we doing this podcast, you and I Indeed So it's just it's just that, man I'm just trying to make a positive out of a negative, man So when I come out of this situation, I'm going to be better than when I came in Indeed You know, the, <laughs> and that, the only thing that hurts is that, you know, we don't get to work out
1: Like I would normally work out You know what's so crazy, though? I uh, was we talking about that I was talking about that to somebody that's our age In the same industry, but doing it just as long as we have um, Corona, David Corona, hope to have him on, on with us one time um, soon, but we would, I was talking to him about my feet. My feet would build calluses on them where my feet would always hurt. Where even if I took a weekend off, or took a week off.
0: There was the only vacation yeah.
1: with my feet up. It still never was enough time. Even if I got the best pedicure or calluses taken off or whatever and felt lighter on my feet, it still didn't take away the wear and tear from being on my feet. All the time. I mean, because you know, as trainers, we can be in, we can have five clients in six in six hours, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, and not have much time. We could see, you know, four people within six hours, and they be in all different locations. You know what I'm saying? So, the
0: time is not your time. Yeah.
1: Well, I will not even say that. You on the go. You work. You know, I was talking about how I told him I had the Fitbit when it first came out, and. I think I burned like three to four thousand calories in one day how is that even possible and I'm trying to how many how many steps was you taking how many steps like 10, were you taking the twelve thousand steps and this is just in between clients going to work walking just to see people those days I remember
0: those ten thousand that ten thousand step days easy you know what I'm saying that was before, and, and that this, was before three o'clock
1: this, yeah <laughs> this is one day bro so you know you're wondering why you can't gain that three calories that's you know you, I want to put on the muscle so it's three calories three thousand calories in a pound so I'm trying to take in the three thousand calories to get the weight up, but I'm losing four thousand in the process. No wonder I can't make no gains. Right, you know what I'm saying your body's under so much stress. You got to, you know, even though you get, you have the relief of finally getting to see, to see all your people and be there completely for them, hundred percent. But there is a wear and tear in that process, especially over 15, 20 years of doing this shit. I mean, just New Yorkers, period. There's just a certain lifestyle that we have to live to just be able to maintain. Right. Or you, know, you new trainers, man, get yourself a comfortable pair of shoes. No, yeah. You find, you yeah. find
0: a real pair, get two of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's, yeah. That's, that's important. That's important too. But I think even if we had the most comfortable, they made if they made Air Maxes just exclusively for for our foot structure, and and, and they were like orthotics and everything. Because I've had orthotics. It's still the way we train is kind of like how our baby boomers are. Their bodies weren't supposed to last as long as they they were you know so there is a certain type of physical wear and tear on our bo- on our bodies from what we do so this break is welcome you know how many times did you finally have a chance to unwind and put your mind in a place where you're doing things that you want to do right that doesn't really happen too often
0: yeah man that's why you got that's 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 exactly what it is if you took advantage of it and you made the most out of it you could come out
1: shining on the other side. Yeah, man. But you know, you, you know, it's very easy though. It's very easy. I can see people sitting back eating bonbons and stuff. It's very easy, yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. And if you didn't, you could be Netflixing and chilling so much,
0: you froze because you just stood in place and you ain't do nothing, man. Hey, come man, but the
1: best the- thing to me is doing Netflix and pulling out the dumbbells, man. Like from underneath the, you know. Yeah, what you man? could
0: stand up. And, you could. Ain't no, there's no law that says you can't watch TV and move at the same time. You, know, you so, know, that's the key really to move. I mean, it's just it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, you know this I, time it's like right can
1: now. Be, can you prioritize without instruction?
0: Right. You get but it's discipline. Yeah. Discipline, self-love. You know, it's discipline is self love You gotta be able to discipline yourself. I'll
1: be honest be, though, I'll be honest though, um, big brother Bruce. It took it took about two weeks, man. Uh took longer than that, bro. being probably longer than that too, of being in the twilight zone. Yeah. It took me and, longer than and that. Wondering is my—I won't say I went too far to say—is my world crumbling? Is things are things falling apart? But just man, I'm gonna get it together before that happens. <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, we, like, you know, we, we got we got to talk about that on the next podcast. Yes, yes. Yo, man, we kind of went—you know—we kind of this is a nice start, brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can do—we can end it right here because we can trim it. You can trim it. You can go back and trim it, right? Okay. And then what happens is, what we...
1: Big Brother Bruce?
0: Big Brother Bruce, what's good, yay? How you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. So,
1: how you feeling?
0: I'm blessed, man. I, I, you know, I'm not into complaining. I'm here, Indeed. so as long as we're here, we got a chance. That's, that's, the-
1: that's right. So, we'd like to welcome everybody to uh, our podcast. It's called Validated Affirmation and it's understanding and truth. So if anyone wants to know what that means, validate affirmation, it means understanding and truth. So what it is, is us sharing our understanding and truth in the fitness industry mm-hmm. and beyond, you know. So we've both been in the industry. We've been personal trainers in New York City probably combined between us. We have over 40 years of knowledge in the game. Yes, sir. In the industry and working privately. We both are private now, but we have our stories from Legendary stories from way back to now, probably over the last <laughs> twenty years in, in this game in uh, this game in New York City. Love. But you know, we we look into cater from the hardcore bodybuilder to the novice, just looking to start out, man, and and share our knowledge and, and what we've gone through with ourselves and probably between us, the over a hundred clients that we've probably had combined over the years. Damn. Um, so many, lot, right, Bruce?
0: A lot. A lot of, lot of stories, a lot of knowledge, hopefully a lot of wisdom to impart. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to this journey right here. This is a new
1: journey for both of us. I'm looking forward to this one. For both of us, indeed. Speaking of journeys, we're going to... The name of this podcast is Recovering from a Peck Tear Over 45.
0: Mmm. Mmm.
1: That's yeah, you. Man. That's you, yeah. That's me, man. That's me. Um always wondering what it would, you know, I think in the back of the back of your mind, everybody's had a fear of wondering what it would be or what it would feel like to injure yourself. I don't think to injure yourself, but if you could come back from something like that, just that fear in yes. time of way, if that was to happen, I think we all have that in the back of our minds, you know, one rep away from doing something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, you, I think the one of the thing that's in your head is that you are, uh... You know, all the work that you put into it, you know, all the, you know, the the blood, sweat and tears, the time it took you to get to a certain level and, you know, injury takes you back and you got to go back and make up that work. You losing 50, 60, 70% of your strength, whatever the case may be, Man, you got to start
1: all the way back, come all the way back up. Yeah, man. Just to get where you was when you left off. We ain't even talking about yeah. machines. Let me tell you, man. I actually had to take a trip to the West Coast. I went to California, man, just to get my mind right, prepared for the time off because I hadn't. I don't in twenty years, man. I don't think I've missed as much time as I've missed from the gym now. Okay. But I think a lot of people with this coronavirus is a reality. Check me away from the gym. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That's like for everybody now. So feel my pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like feeling to understand it a little bit you know i had to get my mind right for that man just knowing that uh you know i got the surgery i'm well actually i had the pec tear december 9th right and how i got it was you know a lot of people tell you at your age man you know you need to slow down you need to stop lifting you know lifting is heavy and you know heavy is relative is is relative yes it is to what the person can exactly what i tell people yes so you know your, your numbers are my numbers as far as heavy goes Right So you know when they talk about my rehab They talk about me getting back up to Half of my max lift Getting back to that But how many people do half of their max lift Most people do much more than half of their max lift Right So that's normal for somebody who's coming back from surgery You want your best Your best possible diagnosis could be to Now I won't say your best possible diagnosis But they want you to get back to Half of your strength Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I for an average gym For an average person. But for some medicine in the gym... Average gym dwellers definitely... There's no way you're going to accept... Strength, right? Yeah, and there's no way you're going to accept that, and there's no way that you use that when you go to the gym. You use much more. Right. So, um, yeah. So, you know, when I hurt myself, it was something that was relative, a weight that I've, I've pushed for five, six reps before. So, so, so all right. I know
0: I've, I've had surgery... You know, I had torn meniscus surgery about fifteen years ago. Wow. How how how
1: long how long were you out
0: for? Uh I had it I was teaching at the time and I was coaching and I had it done I think towards soon as school was over. So school was over I think in May. And I was out for like the summer. And by the time school was summer. Yeah, for summer. For the summer, I was I was hopping around, camping. You know, didn't think I was going to be able to run, walk, or jump again after I first had surgery. It was ridiculous. And then, um, about the about, but by the time school started around August, I was good to go. I was good to go, and um, that leads me to a question. This was people. when the following summer? No, the, that's whole summer. I mean, it was like two months, man, two three months. I was good. Wow, that's not. Well, yeah, I... man, your surgery is not is not major, man. It's, it's, it's not it's major. Very invasive. I mean, it's just they go in there, little hole, you know, forty five minutes, little little tear off a <laughs> little bit of the cartilage, and then um they send you on your way. The worst part is after it, because they pump your knee full of water. You just your knee is just so weak, you can't put anything, no weight on it. How 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 long before you could
1: put some pressure on it?
0: Um, I tried to put weight on it like every day, a little every bit. Time. I was on crutches. Uh the hardest part was really coming downstairs that was a that was a bitch bro coming yeah. downstairs but um I just um you know putting weight on it I try to put a little bit on it every day, stretch it out a little bit every day just move, just do some movement right a lot of elevation not not try not to overdo it and every day it got a little better every day it got, a, day little
1: got a little
0: better, better. yeah so that I, I couldn't drive for about maybe like about a month maybe I couldn't drive you couldn't drive. Yeah, and that that really leads me to my question for you, is like, I know how I felt mentally after that. I want to know how you felt mentally after that. You know, how did you you feel like depressed? Did you feel like, yo, I'm never going to be the same guy?
1: It's crazy, man, because you know, people don't know, I've been doing um, bodybuilding, amateur bodybuilding, probably my first competition was 2006. Right. So, um, and that was, I had, make this long story short with that, was I had promised myself I would work out for five years, give myself mm-hmm. five years to develop my body before I would think about stepping on stage. And this is from someone who has pretty good genetics, so. Right. Okay. But I had never been injured in all that time. All that time I've been injured, um, always had a fear it possibly happen, but never, it's small stuff, like wear and tear stuff. Wear and tear stuff that this injury has taught me to take better care of. So weird. That helped worked out that way, but, um, I didn't feel, Bruce, I felt like, I don't know if my mind really wanted to accept it. Because a lot of people get these injuries as far as pec tears, and they just don't get the surgery. Mm. They just let it heal. Like, it was ugly. Like, here's the thing. I would have rehabbed faster if I didn't get the surgery. But if if it's a tear, was it like a complete tear? Or it was, was a, it... it was a complete tear from the tendon. So how would it heal? I mean... It just heals ugly tendon. as hell. It heals ugly as hell. Te- and it heals with 60% of your strength coming back. Only 60%.
0: So, I mean, did the tendon completely tear from the bone or was it a partial
1: tear? Completely tear. Completely tore. So how could it possibly heal Bruce, without... Surgery? Okay, so I the surgery was December... I'm sorry, not the surgery. The injury was December 9th. So while I'm in... California I'm working out I'm in the gym I tried to do a bench press with just the bar I got about 20 reps I could feel that if I left this alone I can get strong it would just look ugly as hell I flex my chest it looks like it looks like the peck right. is split in half like you could put it right because you could put the whole side of your hand in between my shoulder blade and and chest and right. so it, and there's no way there's no way I can live. I could look like there's no way it could look like that. There's there's no in my mind. I'm like I it, it can't. I'm See, thinking, but
0: I, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out. I'm thinking they, being
1: sixty. I'm thinking about you. being sixty-five on the beach with no shirt. You know what I mean? Like it would look horrible.
0: I, I, I get all that. I'm just trying to figure out how to, how the doctor's going to tell you that you you have a completely severed tendon from the bone. And for those that don't know, I mean, that's how muscle attaches to the bone yeah. through a tendon. Right. Muscle tendon right. bone. Right? Right. So if you have a completely detachment of a tendon from the bone, how is
1: it supposed to heal on its own? Because some of the tendon was still in place.
0: A lot of the tendon was still It wasn't
1: in place. a complete tear there. Well, from the chest cap, I would have to show you my, um, my MRI. Right. From the, you know, you still have the shoulder. You still have the shoulder that attaches. Right. And you still have top part of my pec. Was still attached but you can tear it anywhere you can tear it in the middle you can tear it you know what i mean right right it was right. i won't see, if you mean a complete tear the whole pec or if you right. mean a complete tear off of the tendon well that's what i'm that, and that's what i'm saying i mean it's there's different there's yeah. different it wasn't a partial tear? it wasn't a partial tear it was you know it was a complete it was a so the tendon so the tendon that attached to
0: the bone from the chest or one of the tendons was a complete tear.
1: Yeah. They reattached the tendon.
0: They reattached the tendon. But the but the entire chest muscle, mm-hmm. the entire pectorial muscle, pectoral muscle mm-hmm. was not detached. Not from was was detached from where? The humerus?
1: Yes. And not I guess not from the bone, I guess just from the tendon. Okay. You know what I mean? Because the reason why I say
0: that is because if it was a partial tear, you probably, I mean, you can probably heal, like they said, 60% or whatever the case may be. But if it was a complete tear, there's no healing going to happen. Well, it just looks ugly as hell. I've seen
1: people with tears. My my, right. my like uncle, like a bicep tear and the, yeah. and the muscle just roll up in your arm. It just looks, you know, I see right. my uncle now. And now that I see my uncle in his 70s where his body, the muscle has kind of really deteriorated. There's no more, you know, because he was a little more fit in the 60s. And he got cancer and he stopped being as active. I can see his was torn in Vietnam. I can see that. I can see it, man. It's just, I can see it. And if someone says someone had a pec tear, I'm looking right away <laughs> to see if right. I can spot it. Um It's so funny, man. Before, you know, I was just watching this 1993 Kevin Lerone, I'm winning uh the Arnold Classic. He won it with a pec tear. It took him eight months to to heal it. Wow. Unbelievable! He was in his twenties.
0: But see now, again, that depends on the severity of the tip. Right.
1: He said he ripped. He said said, it was. He said it was a ripped peck.
0: What's the okay? What's the difference? What's the the difference? Sometimes it's the information that you get. Like I, I remember one time. I think, uh, I think it was Jason Kidd. They said that he had broke his leg, and we're talking about the tibia, right? The lower leg, you know, from the knee down. And they said that he had broke his leg. And then he came back in like eight weeks and started playing ball or something like that. And I was like, damn, he broke his leg? And I'm thinking FEMA, but it's actually the tibia. But then you then you look, and they said it was a break, but then they, I think they showed the x-rays and it was actually a hairline fracture. Mm. So it was just basically, you know, he just got to stay off it for eight weeks. Bone is going to heal because there's blood getting to it. And eight weeks he was off of it, healed, and he was back playing ball. And But the way they gave the information, the first thing was he broke his leg. And you're like, a leg break, man? He ain't, he ain't going to be back in Yeah, the, he will going
1: to be back in back the time.
0: Like, like that, that quick. But when you talk about, but I know bones bones heal faster than tendons. And that's just because of the blood supply, obviously, that they get. Right. Tendons get a right. stingy, stingy amount of blood supply. Yeah. But that's why I asked, because, you know, when you're talking about tendons, man, that's
1: something serious. I know, man. Two, really serious. The surgeons didn't want to do it, but I went to see two different people. First place, I, I didn't, man, it took me all the way to Brooklyn, man, like, oh, my God, somewhere to L, like, last stop. I didn't like the place. I just didn't like it. Um, then I went to see a, a surgeon from Lenox Hill, but he said no as well. Then the one from Brooklyn called me back first, and then the one from uh, Lenox Hill called me back. The one from Lenox Hill moved me more because his partner that he had got would probably help him in the procedure or did help him in the procedure had done this procedure a lot of times because it's something that the military guys get when they when they uh, parachute out of airplanes, sometimes right. the parachute tends to snag and, and and um and injure the pec right and um he's done that surgery, so he was with him, and like I said, I think because my age I think because they were in close they were close in age to me. Mm -hmm. I think because, I think they kind of second thought, I don't know if they maybe looked me up or probably was, you know, saw me on social media or something and said, you know, this guy is serious about his craft. Um, Yeah, he is 45, but, you know, if it was me, I probably would want to get it together, get it together too, fix it, attach it. So they did it for me, man. They actually agreed to do it and they did it. It was an in and out surgery. Um, But after the surgery, yeah, I I was super depressed, bro. I got the surgery in February. I was super depressed, man. Like, I, I accepted it, but maybe like the days after, I was in a little bit of a depression because.
0: Well, what, 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 what's like one of the first two or three things that went through your mind?
1: Uh, working, being, surgery. Able, being able to work after the surgery. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that I'm like, sometimes you think in your mind you can handle things. Like, yeah, I get the surgery, but I can still move around. I can still do certain things. I mean, I'm a righty. So I'm in a sling for it for nine weeks as a righty you know, have me have to do everything lefty, you know, and just, you know, I don't drive to work. I couldn't drive. So, you know, when I go back to work to see clients, I'm in a sling and, and, and I can't do anything with this arm. So, you know, instinctively, I'm, you know, you grab weights, you stretch clients, you just instinctively help them do things and instinctively just being winter time and having a sling and having to put a big giant coat over a sling. Just
0: what what, what 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 that's, that's action. What were you what were you what were your thoughts?
1: My thoughts were about being able to do those do that stuff. <laughs> my thought was my thoughts of having, you know, the ability to be able to do this stuff. Like having, you know, my wife helped me out with stuff and say, damn, how can I get to the point where I don't need her to do this stuff? Right. That was probably the, and then of course working out, you know, of course working out, you know, and I'm one of those people where I've been a knucklehead as far as um rehabbing rehabilitation because I'm a trainer thinking I know everything Um, so I told myself this time I would listen to my therapist my therapist is awesome
0: yeah see see, I asked you that because you know if if you're a guy that's an avid gym guy gym buff you working out bodybuilding whatever the case may be whoever's out there they listening and you get hurt Your mentality is, okay, I got to get back in here. That's what your mentality should be. I got to get back in here, build back up, get my strength back. I'm going to the gym anyway, so it's going to take me some time. It's a setback. Setback is a a setup for a comeback.
1: Right.
0: Now, for the person, the everyday person who's not really working out, and they get injured, Achilles tendon, knee, shoulder, something of that nature, you can imagine how difficult or how challenging it must be for them to, um, have to rehab. Yeah. not just rehab because now you're trying to get back to a level of where you were before. And that wasn't really a great, a very high level. Of right.
1: Strength. right.
0: So now you're trying to get back to that level, but then you need to get a little stronger so that, you know, this thing doesn't come back yeah. to bite you later on as you get older.
1: Yeah. I, so I, I just think, yeah, I think, the I, yeah, I, I, think the, I think the, not to cut you off, Bruce, but I think the, um, the mindset is probably where you are in life. You know? Could be. I think the younger you are, it's like, I got to get back, man. I got, I got, I got to get back. I think the older you are in the, the in quality of life stuff, I think like for me, it's like, I want to rehab other stuff, <laughs> right. you know, because well, I'm, I, you- I'm so vulnerable to, I'm nowhere near where I was, you know, I'm 20 pounds less. I don't look this same right. for, I've never looked this way in probably 20 years. I haven't looked this way in like 20 years since I've been working out. Um, it's like starting all over, but at the same time, I, I, with the coronavirus too, it also gives me the time to rehab the stuff that I need, that we know we need to work on, but we don't. Stretching and my muscle connection and connecting more, you know. Right. So the therapy has allowed me, my mind to go there, my body to go there, where if I was younger, it would just be about the look and getting back, the look, the look. I don't care how the rehab is. I'm young. My body will re- respond to it because I was really good in hiding and issues that I had now, no one would know certain issues I had before I got hurt, because I was right. able to hide it with muscle, but the feeling wasn't right. And sometimes okay. with a keen eye, people will be able to say, you know, wow, something's off with him. So, with the rehab part, man, it is—it was—it was—it's more so still going through it. Um, it happened when I got the sling off, beginning of March. Right. 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 No, 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 no. I just got the sling off recently. February, the, the, the surgery was was early February. The sling off probably end of March. Yeah, I went all of April without it. So the goal is a push up. The goal is ten push ups. I went from wall push ups to push ups on like a table, and the goal is ten floor push ups. But and you know it's all about training the muscles surrounding the pecs, strengthening the, you know, doing rows, strengthening the back, connect with my serratus more so before I can even do a push-up.
0: So what's your mentality now? I mean, as far as, what's, what's, what's the difference in where you were after you had the surgery to where you
1: are now? Oh, man, it's much more optimistic. Like, I okay. I, can see the, I can see the tunnel now. Can't see the end. Of, I'm not in the tunnel. I'm not. Can't see the end of the tunnel, but I can see the tunnel.
0: So now, how many weeks has it been since you um since you've uh, had the sling off now?
1: Maybe, maybe as long as the coronavirus, man. Like so. So January? When, when things got, no, when things got crazy for, for New York for the virus. Which oh, when it got crazy about March. 15, March 15th, 15, yeah. around that time I was able to take it off. Okay, so you you basically...
0: What, I'm good, 16.
1: man. You know, I'll carry groceries and all that. But I, gotta t- I still have to be careful. Be careful. Okay, so with the old me would have been like, I can carry two in this arm. I got to make it stronger. You know what I mean? Old me would have been like, let me see if I could do a bench press right now. Let me see if I could do ten push-ups right now. I wouldn't have tried to wait. I would have been like trying to do push-ups two weeks ago. Okay. So now it's like I'm trusting the process. I probably could do them right now and drop and do them, but I just want to be in a place where I know it's not going to be an issue at all. I kind of feel like that now, but just I just want that's that's when you that's when you was young and dumb. Yep. You know, that's when you was young and dumb chewing bubble gum. Now
0: you're older, man. You know it's a process. And you mm-hmm. trust the process.
1: Trust the process.
0: Because you know that I'm going to be here doing this. You know, that's the feel. I'm going to be here doing this regardless. Whether I got hurt or not. Yeah. I was going to be doing it anyway. Yeah. So now I'm going to be doing it. So I'm as I'm doing it, I know I'm going to get stronger. It may take, I don't know how long it's going to take me. I know I'm going to get back to a certain level of strength that I'm going to be satisfied with. But I know I'm going to get there because I'm going to be doing this anyway. You know, so that's, you know, the mentality for you is different. But, you know, people, people going through this because your story is going to help somebody else. I hope so, man.
1: I hope so. we in this together,
0: you know. Yeah. So they, they have to, um you have to get, you have to have a certain mentality to get through these things,
1: man. You have to get a certain, especially these physical ailments. You got to appreciate the baby steps. That's life, though. yeah. I think people yeah, look. You, we look too long term. We look quick, short term, or too long term. It's you know, there's, there's there's joy in the baby steps, right? So there's right. authenticity in this baby steps too, man. It's just the realness of being in the moment, you know. Yeah. Um, so I really, hey man, when's the last time? I mean, straight straight up, New Yorker to New Yorker. Somebody that's on the go, that's somebody on the move all the time. You know, we different how we move, man. You know, I was. How, how do you feel? Has this been beneficial for you to, to, to slowing down a little bit?
0: Oh, brother, listen, let me tell you, man. I'm the type of person that's going to try to make a positive out of a negative. And during this time, man, I've just been able to connect with myself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I've been able to get some things done in my house that needed to get done. That's for sure. Reading some books, looking at some documentaries, yeah, right. uh, you know, uh, started a, a, another side business um, And now we doing this podcast, you and I Indeed So, it's just it's just that, man I'm just trying to make a positive out of a negative, man So when I come out of this situation, I'm going to be better than when I came in
1: Indeed
0: You know, the, <laughs> only thing that, the only thing that hurts is that, you know, we don't get to work out
1: Like I would normally work out You know what's so crazy, though? Uh, we were talking about that I was talking about that to somebody that's our age In the same industry, but doing it just as long as we have um, Corona, David Corona, hope to have him on, on with us one time um, soon, but we would, I was talking to him about my feet. My feet would build calluses on them where my feet would always hurt, where even if I took a weekend off or took a week off, I was on vacation yeah. with my feet up. It still never was enough time. Even if I got the best pedicure or calluses taken off or whatever and felt lighter on my feet, it still didn't take away the wear and tear from being on my feet. All the time. I mean, because you know, as trainers, we can be in, we can have five clients in six in six hours, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, and not have much time. We could see, you know, four people within six hours, and they be in all different locations. You know what I'm saying? So, your time is not
0: your time. Yeah.
1: Well, I wouldn't even say that. You on the go. You work. You know, I was talking about how I told him I had the Fitbit when it first came out, and. I think I burned like three to 4,000 calories in one day. How is that even possible? And I'm trying to... How many, how many steps was you taking? How many steps like 10, were you taking? Like to 12,000 steps. And this is just in between clients going to work, walking just to see people. Those days. I remember those
0: 10,000, that 10,000 step days easy. You know what I'm saying? That was before 3
1: o'clock. Yeah, this is one day, bro. So, you know, you're wondering why you can't gain that three calories. That's You know, you, I want to put on the muscle so it's 3,000 cal- 3, calories in a pound. So I'm trying to take in the 3,000 calories to get the weight up, but I'm losing 4,000 in the process. No wonder I can't make no gains. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your body's under so much stress. You got to, you know, even though you get, you have the relief of finally getting to see, to see all your people and be there completely for them hundred percent, but there is a wear and tear in that process, especially over 15, 20 years of doing this shit. I mean, just New York is period. It's just a certain lifestyle that we have to live to just be able to maintain. Right. Or you, know, you new trainers, man, get yourself a comfortable pair of shoes. No, yeah, you find, you yeah. find a real
0: pair. Get two of
1: them. Yeah, yeah, that's that. that's yeah, that's that's important. That's important too. But I think even if we had the most comfortable, they made if they made Air Maxes just exclusively for for our foot structure, and and, and they were like orthotics and everything. Because I've had orthotics. It's still the way we train is kind of like how our baby boomers are. Their bodies weren't supposed to last as long as they they were. You know, so there is a certain type of physical wear and tear on their body on our bodies from what we do. So this break is welcome. You know? How many times did you finally have a chance to unwind and put your mind in a place where you're doing things that you want to do? Right. That doesn't really happen too often.
0: Yeah, man. That's why you got that's 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 exactly what it is. If you took advantage of it and you made the most out of it. You could come out shining
1: on the other side. Yeah, man. But you know, you, you know, it's very easy though. It's very easy. I can see people sitting back eating bonbons and stuff. It's very easy, yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. And if you didn't, you could be Netflixing and chilling so much, you
0: froze because you just stood in place and you ain't do nothing, man. Hey, man, but the, the best
1: d- thing to me is doing Netflix and pulling out the dumbbells, man. Like from underneath the, you know. Yeah, you man. could
0: stand up. And, you
1: could. They know there's
0: no law that says you can't watch TV and move at the same time. You know, so, that's the key really to move. I mean it's just it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, you know, this I, time it's like, right now
1: can you prioritize without instruction?
0: Right. You get but it's discipline. Yeah. Discipline, self-love. You know, it's discipline it's self-love. You gotta be able to discipline yourself.
1: I'll be honest be- though. I'll be honest though, um, big brother Bruce. It took it took about two weeks, man. Uh what took longer than that, bro. being probably longer than that too, of being in the twilight zone. Yeah, it took me longer and, than and that wondering is my i won't say i went too far to say it's my world crumbling Is things are things falling apart but just man i'm gonna get it together before that happens <laughs> pretty much but yeah, we, like, you know we we got we got to talk about that on the next podcast yes yes yo man we kind